Hello! Welcome to Gin and Spirits. Yeah. Woo! <laughs> this is a podcast where we talk about ghosts. Well, we drink a lot of alcohol, and tonight we're definitely, we're both drinking out of bottles of wine. Yep, and I'm here for it. It's been mm-hmm. a long week. We got the wine at Walgreens, or Melissa got the wine at Walgreens. Mm-hmm. We uh, really liked that Chateau, 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 Diana. Um, so yes, Diana. Yes, Diana. Yes. Uh, was, we drank this a uh, couple episodes. Yeah. Ago, and we liked it. And I needed to pick up wine last minute, so I just got a Cedar bottle. So here we are. Yeah. Yay. Why have to keep pouring myself a glass when I can just drink right out of this? If you think about it. Um, it's shaped similarly to a bottle of water, but large. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I drink if you turn it upside myself... down, it looks like a wine glass. Ooh, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. I don't tell myself that. <laughs> I don't pour myself water out of bottles of water. No. Why should I pour myself wine out of this bottle of wine? Mm-hmm. That's how, how I'm looking it's at logical it. sense. Thank you. Although <laughs> I did clink my teeth earlier with this thing. I thought I'd chip my oh. teeth before I didn't. I Probably because it's I already chipped. I chipped my shoes in a beer bottle once at that a bar. Sucks. <laughs> you were there, I think. Was I? Yeah. Oh my god, that sucks. It was when we were seniors, maybe. Okay. I see. I felt like this happened in college as you were saying it, so I believe. Yeah. That oh, I for saying. sure. Yeah, it yeah. happened in college. I was it. It wasn't in the the bar. Was it? It was in the bar. Oh, I was there. Okay. <laughs> I was asking a man uh, <laughs> to make out with me. And he had mono. Oh. So we couldn't make out. But. And I turned away. I know. He didn't want to make out with me. Oh. Uh, I think that was had mono, so it doesn't matter. No. But. <laughs> what a time. But so yeah. I turned away and I chipped my tooth. Son of a bitch. A little beer bottle. And a Bud Light. My tooth is chipped because I tried to open one of those key rings with my teeth once. Oh. Yeah. That's a so. sad reason. Which tooth of yours is chipped? Uh, the, the front tooth. One of my gigantic front teeth. Front left? Uh, this side. Front right. Uh, mine's front left. I think it's right. Yeah, I think it's the right side. See, when you chip your teeth, you still have so much tooth left. I, right. I have tiny, tiny teeth. So when it I chip it, gross. it's really tragic. When I chip my tooth, yeah. dude, I had the piece of my tooth in my Ooh. hand. I was like, whoa, 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 whoa. Yeah, whoa, whoa. What the fuck is How did this? that happen? Do you ever have dreams that you're losing teeth? Yeah, all the time. Oh, I hate that. Do you know what they mean? No. That you um, are afraid that you're losing control over something in your life. And I'm like, yeah, okay, of yeah, course I am. Like, <laughs> yeah, like, okay. Or it means maybe I'm just clenching my teeth in my sleep. Right. And my brain is like, they're going to fall out, bitch. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> oh, my God. Uh, yeah, well, that's a creepy way to start. Yeah. Welcome to the podcast. Woo. <laughs> We're going to tell you real ghost stories, though, too. Don't worry. Don't worry. Not yeah. just teeth falling out stories. <laughs> so, speaking of the real ghost stories. Ooh. What do you got? got? You. You go oh, first. Yeah, what do All you right. got? What do I got? Okay, you guys. The first segment, if you haven't listened yet, is Creepiest Thing of the Week. Woo! So, uh, for my Creepiest Thing of the Week, I'm going to tell you about the story that I was trying to research and failed at researching uh, because it's creepy either way. Mm-hmm. I will upload pictures on Instagram, so Instagrams, Instagram, <laughs> hopefully in the time. Instagrams. Um, if I don't upload it in time, you can look them up yourself. Um, they're everywhere. In fact, it's all I could find despite trying to look up ghost stories. Oh. So I looked up uh, Haunted Church is what I went with. Okay. And it brought me to this 
place called St. George's Church in the Czech Republic. Okay. And I was like, cool. And uh-huh. it was all like, oh, in the 1400s, real haunted, all these crazy hauntings. And I was yeah. like, where are they? Because the only thing I could find is about how it was um, given like a, it was uh, revived or whatever. Yeah. So like a ch- the roof caved in at one point. And they were like, all right, Epic, we're done with this church. Let's right. have ceremonies here. <laughs> Uh, it's too haunted. Too many bad things have happened. The roof collapsed like, because roof. it was haunted? or uh, Maybe. Wow. Yeah, I don't know. And then robberies happened. I gave up looking into it yeah. because I was pissed that I couldn't find the ghost stories. But the important part is the way that they got funding to fix this church mm-hmm. was because of an artist who kind of like came in and was like, listen, this is a haunted church. Let's make a haunted artistry out of it. So he put in a bunch of sculptures, which I want to show you after I'm done describing them. Okay. A bunch of sculptures of ghosts attending church. Oh God. And the way that he made these sculptures was he had buddies and volunteers wear, I think I read somewhere, raincoats and plastic bags over the raincoats and he molded, like, them. Yeah. And then removed them from the mold. What? So, like, these ghost figures are modeled after really, like, real shaped people. Wow. Okay, you ready for these pictures? Yeah, I'm, sorry, I'm excited. Like, you can't see them in this moment, but you can always pause it yeah. and look there on Instagram. <gasps> oh, man. Yeah. Right? The way that they're leaning forward. Because they're praying. Wow. Attending church. That's crazy scary. So that's my creepiest thing of the week. The website we happen to be looking at, but you can find them everywhere, is uh, lowstateminer.com. I don't know. Oh. (laughs) Lost at e minor. Low state. That's great. It's very confusing. Yeah. Lost at E minor. Lost at E minor, yeah. Good. So that's That's my creepiest thing. That's so terrifying. I like it. Yes. My creepiest thing of the week is that um, last week during the spookiest week of the year, during Halloween week, um, I was doing a horror unit with my honors classes. Oh, I I loved this. Yeah. Is this what you're going to talk about? Yeah. Nice. And um, one of my kids told me that he played with a Ouija board. Oh, no. Oh, no. And, um, because we were talking about, like, what their biggest fears are, and now his biggest fear is, like, the Ouija board. Fair. You know? So he thinks that he summoned something. Uh, and so every day now I ask him how he's doing. (laughs) (laughs) And I was like, I was like, you do realize this is going to be for the rest of the year, right? I'm going to ask you. He's like, yeah, I shouldn't have told you. (laughs) And I was like, I was like, no, I'm glad you did. (laughs) <laughs> but he walks into her room like hey uh how are you doing are you still haunted and he's like uh i just i don't i didn't i summoned it like he said just some creepy things going on i'm like oh my god you're haunted don't, don't bring, bring it yeah don't, <laughs> don't bring it to our classroom don't bring that shit in here yeah so there's that that's the creepiest thing just that I have this student I'm very concerned about because <laughs> he's haunted. Oh my god! So he's he's really a riot, and I think he's it's nice that he's accepting that I'm asking him every day <laughs> about how he's doing. Mm-hmm. So there's that. Uh, guess what? What? We have a creepiest thing of the week. Nope. We have a tale from the great beyond. Yay! You guys are the great beyond. You're the great beyond. Okay. 
So this is from... I'm so excited. Deborah. All right, Debbie. Um, who, <laughs> who is the Contessa of Dark Veil vale Paranormal. I don't know what that means. What is a Contessa? It I don't know, spooky. but it does sound super spooky. Feel free to be in our inbox. Don't yeah, be in our tell homes. us what a... What? <laughs> <laughs> what? Yeah, yeah. I don't, I don't want a contessa in my house. I don't want no contessa contessing in my house. I don't know what that is. We should Sounds look it up. Spooky. Can you look it up? I'm right now? Yeah. All right. That's fair. I should look it up. I'm and only asking you to. So I'm going to guess. Yeah. Tell me if I'm right. C-A-N. No. C-O-N. Yeah. C-O-N-T-E-S-S-A. Yeah. All right. Well, the second part is the easy part, I guess. Uh... My Google's not loading right now. Okay. <laughs> this is a useless definition. <laughs> it says an Italian countess. Okay. So she's the Italian countess of what? <laughs> I'm so sorry, Deb. <laughs> Deb. And also, like, I'm looking at it, there's no comment. It could be her last name. <laughs> Deb, you gotta let us know, Deb. Deb! Are you a Contessa or is that your last name? Should crying. I not have read your last name? What's your last name? I'm crying. Don't send us your last name. We're drunk. <laughs> what are right. we drinking, Melissa? Are we already <laughs> we, we already told them. We didn't forget. It's the most important part of our show. Podcast. Right, of our show. Right, Mark, right. listen. Is that why it's called the show? Because we're like looking at it. Like, so this is really, oh. this is the most important part of our listen. Then what about a talk show? It's still a show. What about a radio talk show? Uh, I don't know. That's true. All right. Oh, all right. I'm sorry. Tell us about the Italian counts. <laughs> I'm so sorry. All right. I'm going to read it word for word. I'm so sorry. <laughs> I'm literally crying so much. <laughs> I don't know. All right. I'm going to read it word for word. Okay. Here's Have a little, you read it already? No, I haven't. Oh, it's the race. No. That's why you didn't know what to expect. <laughs> Fuck. All right. All right. Here's a little something that happened to me a few years back. Okay. Soul walking. <gasps> she titles it. Oh, shit. The Italian Countess Soul Walks. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> They're never going to write to us again. I know. No one's going to write to us. <laughs> I'm so sorry, Debbie. Debbie. Debs. I'm so sorry. <laughs> She's going to hate us, man. All right. Hmm. If it counts for anything, I treat my friends like this. So yeah. you're just one of our friends right now. All right. Ugh. Okay. All right. My eyes flew wide open as I was suddenly jolted awake, adjusting to the darkness that enveloped me. My mind tried to work out what had caused such a rude awakening. I became aware of blue flashing lights, partially visible through a chink in the curtains and the reverberation of motors close by. Returning to full consciousness, I gathered the emergency services. I gathered that emergency services must be in attendance on the front street. Oh. And this was immediately confirmed when the high-pitched wail of sirens from further approaching vehicles. My curiosity peaked. I popped on my dressing gown and quickly descended the staircase, opening the front door. I just drank my wine as 
dressing gown. I like tried to hold it in. Did you see me try? We shouldn't have focused on Italian content. This is ruining everything. Dab. Sorry, Dab. Okay. I'm imagining like I'm imagining like a vampire gown. Yeah, like really gothic. For sure. She's a countess. Italian gown. Oh my god. Okay. She puts on her dressing. We both just looked at each other. Yeah. You were silent and I almost choked. I tried. That, that is such a long yeah. gap of silence. <laughs> Let's just leave it. Everyone's going to think our podcast broke. You may or may not have made it to us this point. Staring at each other. <laughs> you may have stopped the podcast thinking that we were, we were done. <laughs> we said dressing gap. <laughs> And then we we left. I put on my dressing gown. Tune in next week. <laughs> okay, so she's got her dressing gown on. I'm so sorry. <laughs> we shouldn't have tried first. No. Oh man. Okay. You know, you know that we drank first. I, I realized <laughs> afterwards. You know, we drank first when we opened it up with me cursing in the end. Yeah. Yep. That's it. Oh. All right. I popped on my dressing gown and quickly descended the staircase. Opening the front door as quietly as I was, as I was able, I stepped outside, walking along the path, then out onto the main road. Surveying the area, I soon became aware of the cause of all the nocturnal activity. About two blocks up, one of the terraced houses was ablaze. Firefighters, oh, yeah, firefighters were urgently running into the building, into the burning building. Their hoses constantly pumping gallons of water in a vain attempt to save the suburban family abode and its occupants. What made this terrifying sight even more horrific was I knew the residents of that now oh, charred man. black shell. That sucks. That does suck. It was home to a middle-aged lady who was a notor- who was notorious locally for her alcoholism and her teenage daughter, Sammy, who had been a couple of years below me at school. Oh, I watched transfixed as the house seemed to collapse in on itself. Scorched timbers protruded from where the roof had once been, and the whole place became ravaged by the catastro- catastrophic confl- conflagration. I was relieved... When all the flames were doused and the paramedics who had appeared on the scene returned to their vehicles, devoid of casualties, the only victim of the inferno seemingly being the residence itself. Being the... The house. Oh, oh, God, sorry. My brain didn't... Yeah. As the other bystanders began to file back to their respective homes, I, too, decided to go back inside and snuggle down for what was left of the night. The following morning, over breakfast, my mother mentioned she had heard my nocturnal wanderings and inquired as to why I'd gotten up in the middle of the night and gone outside. I recounted the previous evening's drama to her as we sipped our morning coffee, suggesting we took a walk to the local shop so we could pass by the ruined property and check out the devastation for ourselves. Imagine my surprise when passing the premises it appeared entirely intact. No way! That's crazy. (gasps) Wow. Not displaying any evidence of a fire whatsoever. And she, like, really walked there. Yeah, because her mom heard her. Wow. Confused, we continued to the news agents and interrogated the shopkeeper for any information regarding the previous night's blaze. She hadn't heard a single thing about such an event, but suggested we try the nearby hairdresser, as nothing happened around here without Nancy knowing about it. That's so hairdresser, I love it. Right? 
But she too was clueless. In fact, no one could help us. We chatted to various neighbors and friends that drew a blank every time. Wow. Mom became convinced. Mom. British. Oh. Became con- dressing gown. Italian. Countess. <laughs> <laughs> Mom became convinced I'd either dreamed or imagined the whole thing, but even she couldn't explain how she heard me going outside if it had just been a flight of fancy. I was left feeling utterly perplexed by the whole experience. Yeah, I would be too. Yeah. The rest of the day passed by uneventfully, although I did receive a few sideways glances from Mom just before bedtime, and Dad joked that I shouldn't have cheese for supper in case it brought on more night terrors. (laughs) Thankfully, I drifted into a deep, dreamless sleep almost as soon as my head hit the pillow, and I awoke the next day fresh and relaxed, my strange experience all but forgotten. That is, until the lady from across the road turned up on our doorstep and frantically began to describe a disastrous fire. No fucking way. That's, oh my god. Oh my god. I was, like, expecting this twist. Yeah, and but. here it is. I, I was like, yeah. I was like, maybe, but no. Yeah. But yes. But holy yes. shit. An oh inferno god. that had occurred the previous evening as well. I'm sorry, as we all slept, obviously. What? Obliviously. Oh. Why am I even trouble reading? In the comfort of our homes. We quickly headed outside to find the rest of the neighborhood inspecting the ruins of a fa- of a familiar dwelling. An implausible feeling of indescribable horror enfolded me, chilling me to the core as I viewed the image of a collapsed house, no. the scorched timbers. Hey, I have yes. chills. I'm yeah. thinking right now. <laughs> that sounds like too wild of what I'm thinking. <laughs> the scorched timbers protruding from where the roof had once been. So how had I witnessed an event 24 hours before it actually occurred? Holy shit. That's crazy. Had it been an out-of-body experience? Was it a case of soul walking? Oh my god. Did I actually visit another physical location and see, hear, and feel everything that was going on as I slept? That's crazy. That's crazy. Oh my god, Deb. Although not strictly a ghost story, this is one of the most traumatic experiences I have ever had. Yeah. And it was most certainly a paranormal one. Yeah, definitely. Absolutely. Wow. I'll take it as ghostly as fuck. Yeah. Wow, that's really cool. I'm happy that everyone in the house made it out. Yes, yeah. But damn, that's wow. crazy. Thank you, Deborah. Thank you. We really that was really it. cool. Yeah, it was really good. The writing was really good too. Yeah, it was. Good job. Yeah. You are the great beyond. You are such a great beyond. Yay! Yes. Thank you so much for writing to us. Yes, thank you. If anyone else wants to write to us, we will read your story. And hopefully not your last name. Oh my god. <laughs> or is she just a Contessa? She might just be a... <laughs> Didn't she say Contessa of Darkness yeah. or something? So I can't be her last name. It says Deborah Contessa of Dark Veil Paranormal. Is there supposed to be a comma? Or is she just of them? Oh. I thought it was like Contessa of. I'll show you. I would like it to be Contessa of. Yeah. Italian Countess of. Italian Countess. All right. Want to get into our stories? Yeah, I do. Yay, I'm excited. All right. Who's me first? You first. Okay. I looked up a place called the Hotel Monte Vista. Um, I read somewhere that it was in Arizona, so hopefully that's true. Woo! Yeah. Um, I use... Most of their information, honestly, you guys, just, if you just go to the whole Hotel Monte Vista's, like, website, um, they have all the stories there. Oh. Uh, I'm gonna, base, I'm not gonna just read them to you, I'm gonna summarize them to you, but, like, you could 
easily read their own stuff if you want to. Oh, good. Um, from hotelmontevista.com. I'm going to give the whole website. Slash site. Slash page. Slash view. Slash ghost stories. So there Great. it is. Yep. Really straightforward. Yep. Um, so I used that, and I also used um, legendsofamerica.com. Okay. Oh, slash az.montevista. For sure, Arizona. Yes. Oh, <laughs> good. Thank God. <laughs> All right, so... Here we go. Because I just want you to know that Melissa's, like, clutching her wine bottle right now. <laughs> like, close to her. Like, I am. Yeah. It's been a long week. Aw. <laughs> um, okay. So, uh, basically, well, you know why I'm clutching it? Because I don't want it to fall, so I can't put it on the right. couch. I don't want to have to lean to drink. Yeah. So I can't pick it up. <laughs> so I just have to hold Perfect. it. Perfect. This is what it is. <laughs> it is what it is. It is. This is it. Um, okay. So... This uh, hotel was built in 1924, mm-hmm. and it was because they kind of realized what was the, what was it called Flagstaff or some fucking random name. I don't know. Who cares? The town <laughs> um, was not like pulling in enough money from tourism, okay. but they had all of these like great little shops and stuff. So they were like, okay, we need to build a place that can hold more people because they had like a hotel here and there, but they were just like small and they weren't they just weren't able to bring in tourists and like. The only thing that was deterring tourists was not having a place to stay. Okay. So we're like, all right, let's make a place to stay. And it was so um, well received that it's actually one of the only hotels that was entirely funded from public taxes. Wow. Yeah. So literally the public built this hotel, That's basically. That's really cool. Yeah. So um, it became so popular. That was really cute. It became so popular after it was uh, made that, so in 1924, it was the first speakeasy in that area. Uh-huh. And the phrase, meet me at the Monte V, came around. So meet me at the Monte V. Cute. cute. Um, okay, so. Seems very 19. Right? Like 20 is like. Yeah. Yep. We made this name to a cheeky phrase. Yeah. yeah. It's the bee's knees. Meet me at the Monte V. Southern and Arizona. Arizona. Fuck it. Yeah, it was good. Um. They, it was, like, a really popular place. There was a radio show that would host out of Room 105, like, for three hours every day. So, there were people that, like, rented the rooms long-term, long yeah. too. Um, in 1931, the speakeasy was raided. raided. So, they were closed for two years, but then they reopened. Good for them. Um, and since then, it's been haunted. Whoa. Um, the first reports were in the 1940s, which makes sense. Okay. I'm skimming that. Yeah, 1940s. I just skimmed my information real quick <laughs> to double check that. Yeah, it was in the 1940s. Um, it, the place was Flagstaff. I just found the name. Okay. Um, so they opened. They when they reopened two years later, it was the first one to report in the 1940s. They started having like furniture moving around on its own, and the telephones would ring, and there would be band music playing. People would hear mm. it from like elsewhere, coming from the second floor lobby. And then they would go up there and there'd be no band. That's crazy. That is crazy. That's a lot of noise. That is a lot. It's hella noise. (laughs) It's a lot of noise. Hella noise. Yeah, a whole band. You go up there, there's nothing. Are you kidding me? Um, Some of these don't have a date because the history is not, they're not sure where it's from. But for the ones that have a date, I'll I'll read those in order. I'll start with those. There's only a couple with a date. Um, So in the 1940s, um, these are called the Women of the Night. That's okay. what I dubbed them. The hotel, like, named all of these, and I'm yeah, loving it. I'm, like, like living that. for the names. 
Uh, so the woman of the night. So this is in the 1940s. Um, there were two prostitutes, and they rented out room 306. Okay. And I guess they did the prostitute thing, you know? Uh-huh. But they were murdered and thrown out of the window. And room 306 means it's on the third floor. So, I yeah. mean, they were killed first, but if they weren't, they yeah. still are dead. Um, since then, people say that they're w- they wake up feeling very watched. So, it's, okay. like, really difficult to sleep in there. Um, sometimes I always feel like the feeling watched, like, I don't know, how legit is it, right? Like, yeah. But I don't know, because it's like, why I, do you I feel that watched? Yeah. And like, you know. like, why do you, why can you function in a dark room without feeling that way? And then why sometimes do you right. feel that way? I, oh, yeah. I think that's creepy. Yeah. And I mean, like, I, you know, I told the sugar glider yeah. story or whatever. It's like, I felt watched as hell and so yeah. did my glider. So yeah. there's something to it, you know? But it's just like an interesting, it's like a vague enough thing that makes you wonder. But yeah. like, but probably real. Yeah. Like, such yeah. a strange feeling. Yeah. Um, And then this one's really specific, though. Specifically, men only complain about this. Okay. They complain sometimes that they wake up feeling unable to breathe, um, and they feel like there are hands, like, they, they wake up to this feeling of hands covering their mouth oh and throat. Oh, gosh. Yeah. Ooh. So either they're getting revenge, or they're, like, some kinky prostitute ghosts. Yeah, they're like, you like this, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Even ghosts need consent. <laughs> yeah. That like that one guy. Yeah, just because the, they're the women ear, doesn't mean it's okay. They still the need ear consent. In. Yeah. Um. Okay. So in the that 19- woman who married the ghost pirate. Yeah, <gasps> that was a huge throwback. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> in the 1970s, there were three guys that robbed a bank, and they successfully robbed it, but one of them got shot. Okay. Right? Okay. So they just don't care about that. <laughs> they go celebrate <laughs> their robbery, and they drink at the bar in the hotel. Right? Okay. And, uh, the guy bleeds to death. Because <laughs> he was fucking shot. Oh, they brought him. Yeah. Oh, I thought you meant they left him. Oh, they no. brought him? Yeah. The third guy, they're all <laughs> drinking together. The third guy who was shot is drinking. Yeah. With them. He's drinking. He's having a good time. They're celebrating their victory. And he just... And he bleeds to death. That's ridiculous. <laughs> What an asshole! That's his own fault. I know it's like don't speak ill of his dad. No, this guy's a fucking moron. That's, I'm sorry, that's it's ridiculous. Fault. Come on. Yeah. So, all right. Um, but this part's sweet, so it's okay. Uh, so he dies while while drinking like a dumbass, and then uh, but what's nice is that his the way he haunts the hotel is in the morning. There's an anonymous voice that says good morning, and Aww. it sounds like him. You know? That's nice. Yeah. He, like, greets people. Um, And then sometimes bar stools and drinks kind of, like, they seem like they scoot around on their own a little bit. But Uh I just think the good morning's really, like... It's really sweet. I like that. Pleasant-ass ghost. Uh Uh, So we went from a bank robber who bled to death while drinking Uh to a nice, pleasant ghost. Yeah. That's nice. Right? Like, if a ghost greeted me good morning, I'd be like, ah, all right. Good morning. I'd be scared, but I would obviously say good you morning have to back. Say, you have to say I'm it not going to risk not saying good morning back. It's a risk. Yeah. Yeah. That is, you can get angry. Yeah. This, this mortal is weird. I mean, not weird. Rude. rude. Yeah. For sure. All right. In the 1980s, they titled this one The Meat Man. Oh, I don't like that. <laughs> you know what's funny? They don't get too into the meat, but like... <laughs> 
the little bit they say about it is enough. You know what I mean? Okay. So, in the 1980s, he was a long-term renter for room 220. And this is all they say about him being the meat man. Uh, he used to hang raw meat from the chandelier. <laughs> That's it. That's it. I don't know. I don't know what kind of meat. Uh, cold cuts. <laughs> What kind of meat? <gasps> Who let him do it? <laughs> Why is there a chandelier in a room? I've never had a hotel with a chandelier in the room. Number one. <laughs> he was, it was a very specific hobby of his, and he was like, I need the room with the chandelier. Right? Like, Because <laughs> if he's a butcher, yeah. do that in, in the your, Where you work. In the, yeah. You have space for that. That's weird. <laughs> he's hanging his own personal meats from the chandeliers. <laughs> Waiting to cook his sausages, he wants them to, like, dry out or something? Like, I don't know. He's making some beef jerky. Like, <laughs> oh, I understand. Jeez. Yeah, so just vaguely, he used to hang raw meat from the chandelier. That's it. That's the only fact. He, he's a ghost also. I'll get to that. But that's, <laughs> that's the only piece of his life that we know about from these people. We don't know what kind of meat. We just know he did it sometimes. Okay. It's really unrelated to anything else. It's just a fact. All right. All right. So. Weird. He dies. They don't say how. He's found three days later. Um, by, yeah, he's found three days later. And then now, uh, more recently, I guess, um, so it was in the 80s. So I guess close to now. I don't know. He hung um, meat from the chandelier <laughs> in the 80s? Yeah. I'm picturing, like, 1940s no. picture, like, hanging meat. No. He, in the 1980s. <laughs> Hung meat from a chandelier. <laughs> what kind of meat? But yeah. <laughs> oh wow! And the fact that it was found three days later tells me plenty about how the staff felt about it. Like <laughs> <laughs> oh, he's back again. Let's <laughs> not go in there for three days. Jeez. Yeah. I don't know why I'm drinking that, but I am. All right, I'll drink to that. Meat chandeliers. <laughs> so odd. Yeah. And, and it's just, like, a random detail. He, we don't talk about it again. The haunting is unrelated to the meat. I expected, like, yeah. the smell of bacon. No, here's the haunting. Okay. Um, some maintenance guy was, like, working in there. Mm-hmm. He left to go get his tool. He comes back, and he had, like, locked the door and took the lights behind him, whatever. Uh-huh. He comes back. The TV is on full volume, and uh-huh. the sheets are just thrown everywhere. Oh. And um, that's... Yeah, unrelated to me. That's so <laughs> weird. And then uh, now guests report me. like the <laughs> guests report chandeliers. No. <laughs> guests report uh, specifically cold man hands. So I guess it like feels meaty. <laughs> a little meatier in the woman. Yeah. yeah. Uh, wow. Yeah, touching them in their sleep is the yeah. I don't know why. He doesn't even touch them with me. No. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. I feel like there's a real opportunity missing yeah. in haunting. We should uh, write a, a movie about it. Okay. No one will pay for it. We'll you just have another, so? another... We'll have another wonderful creative idea that no one will pay for. <laughs> if anyone is listening yeah, right? <laughs> this podcast... If you produce movies... <laughs> or TV shows. Yeah. We've got oh, thoughts. Oh, we can extend the Meat Man... <laughs> <laughs> so this is the second time we're talking about TV shows on here. The first time we talked about the absurd idea of us testing 
alcohol, uh, alcohol <laughs> that people have given to us to test, or companies have given us <laughs> to They're sponsoring test. us. So we have to say it's good. <laughs> <laughs> this is good. <laughs> and then uh, we have our own TV show that we do think would yes. be wonderful. And we just, can't give that idea to you. We can't. We can give you Meat Man, yeah. the TV show. <laughs> and if you want to produce that and have us be in it, we'll do that. We'll write it. We'll direct it. We don't trust anyone else. I'll be the so meat. You'll be the meat? Yeah. I'll be the chandelier. <laughs> we have to cast someone really good as the meat man. We want to cast as the meat man. Always, um, like, oh, you Jackman. <laughs> Every time the question of who to cast comes in, it's Hugh always Jackman. Hugh Jackman. If you oh. are Hugh Jackman. <laughs> or if you if you know him, here's pal. Six degrees of separation, yeah. right? We're putting out the first degree. <laughs> you guys handle the other five. <laughs> we need Hugh Jackman in our, all of our TV shows. He needs to be the meat man. <laughs> <laughs> He's actually in our pilot episode of <laughs> the TV show we can't tell you about. We made a pilot episode and we put Hugh Jackman's face on a plane. <laughs> on an obstacle stick. <laughs> And pretended he was on our show. We're having full conversations. <laughs> and, and it never Efron. responded. It, it didn't and speak, Zac right? Efron, no, it didn't speak. <laughs> and Zach Efron was also on a plate. And we said we were excited at the greatest show, and we're on our greatest show. It's a, it's a good episode. It's the only episode. It's, it's it. It's the only one. Oh. <sighs> All right. We tried to contact Jimmy Fallon to oh, produce so our show, people. and he wouldn't. Clearly, it's a comedy. <laughs> no one responded. Oh my god! All right, I'm know. so sorry. That's okay. They've that gotten so derailed. That's no, okay. There's more. So, are you ready? Yeah, I'm okay. sad that we're leaving the Meat Man behind. It's all right. <laughs> Rip Meat Man. Yeah. Um, okay, so there's that's it for the dates. Now I just got random stories for you, real quick. Okay. Here's a phantom bellboy. He knocks on the door, says room service, and then doesn't exist. But people have seen, uh, they assume this is him because people have seen him in that hallway. He's, like, wearing your typical red coat with buttons and all that stuff. Uh-huh. Um, I'm going to save the one that makes me sad for last. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, this one is not the one that makes me sad. I'll save the one that makes me really happy for last. Okay. The one that makes me sad for second to last. This one should make me sad, but it's vague enough that I don't care. Um, there's, uh, from the basement, maintenance and laundry personnel with no explanation randomly here an infant and crying. Oh. It's sad, but, you know, there's Big. no backstory, yeah, yeah, yeah. so it's all right. It's not like this specific infant is crying. Right. And they have looked into it, and they just don't know. They're like, huh. whatever. Um, there's random poltergeist and voices. Uh, shout out to the light bulbs, because yes. the light bulbs get unscrewed. No! Yeah. Why are ghosts doing this? So they, they unscrew those light bulbs, yep. It's crazy. And, and, like, most people would be like, I've never heard of ghosts doing that. Not us. We've heard of it. Yeah. Great beyond. <laughs> um, there's an elevator attendant ghost who they hear a voice that says, which floor may I take you to? Ah. Yeah. And they say that if you look in the mirror, you might see him closing the gate or something to the Aww. elevator. Yeah. Um, this one makes me uncomfortable. This one's called the Shadowed Man. They don't know who he is. He's in the basement, of course. He's, I, like, yeah. over six feet tall. And he's spooky as hell. That's no. it. Yeah. Um, so we don't like him. No. No. We Boo. Don't like him. Boo Shadow Man. Okay. I'm almost done. 
There's uh, room 305. There's has, so much happening. At this I know. Time. It's a lot. In room 305, there's like an, uh, an old lady that's sometimes seen in a rocking chair. The rocking chair sometimes moves on its own. Um, and sometimes there's knocking from inside the closet, which I don't know how to interpret that, but that's okay. Don't um, open it. That's how you interpret it. Yeah. But like, why? Right. You know? But yeah. I mean, if there was knocking moving from inside of a closet I'd and leave. I was in a hotel, I'd be like, okay, get up and go. <laughs> I mean, yeah. I'd be just like, I would say audibly, okay. And then you would. And then it would like, just get up, go. Oh my God. I missed my exit on my way to work the other day. I was alone in the car, and I audibly gasped to myself when I realized. I went, like, this is not an exaggeration of the noise. I realized I missed it. I went, (gasps) (laughs) Oh, man. All right. Uh, Okay. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) You know? (laughs) Yeah, dude. That's real. Yeah, that's what you would do. (laughs) Fuck. That's funny. Okay. Ugh. Just shit. Pack my shit. <laughs> if it was really unpacked, I'd leave my shit. <laughs> <laughs> like, I, don't I can't this. need it that bad. Yeah. I don't like, this. You can't need it that bad. I gotta go. <laughs> I just said okay. And if you pack okay. up, if you pack up, they know you're not coming back. So yeah. you just gotta leave it to dupe them so they don't come out of the closet. They'd be like, oh, she's just getting ice. We're gonna wait. Right. Where? Know? Oh. <laughs> More than once. <laughs> I didn't realize when I said it. <laughs> I didn't realize when I said it. Oh, shit. Oh, fuck. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Is it worse if it's one? Or more than one. Um, I think it's worse if it's one because it's just one dude standing in the closet like knocking. Oh, I imagined him like crouched. <laughs> That's all so bad. I don't know. These are all bad. I want none of it. That's why. Okay. And leave. I don't want to know. You're right. I, don't, I wouldn't even want an answer. No. I'd be like, mm, I'll send I'll send room service. Yeah. Like, you just tell me, like, I couldn't pack up. Could you just <laughs> Could you help me? Yeah. No, not help. Do. Do for. Oh. Do for me. I don't want to do it. I don't want to go back in. I've, I've left. If there was anything in the closet, for sure, like, if I put anything in the closet, I wouldn't want it back. It's done. Because it. you're going to bring that fucking yeah, coat back. the croucher. It's not going to be, it's going to be haunting your coat. My coat will always crouch, like... Live in your pocket. Yeah. Oh. Go man. through life with a crouching whole man in your crouching <laughs> whole man. Oh, man. All right. Second to last so, one. So I'm so one. sorry. <laughs> this is the one that's sad. Oh, okay. Um, okay, this is called The Little Boy. Mm-hmm. Uh, he wanders the hall. He's young. And some people sometimes feel like their hands, they feel their hands be touched. Yeah, oh. um, and they sometimes hear like a little boy's voice, like as if he's just walking behind you. I don't know what he says if he says anything, yeah. or, um, mm. but they think that it looks like he's speaking with possibly his mom. Oh, yeah, and uh, a lot sad. of children have specifically seen him. So, quote from the page: Perhaps he is just looking for a friend to play with. Oh, yeah, that could be creepy, but because the story is not creepy, it's not creepy, right? But if it were the knocking from the closet looking for a friend, right. <laughs> that's creepy no. as fuck. Uh, okay, this one's happy. The dancing couple. 
Um, they're just a see-through couple dancing around in the cocktail lounge. Another quote. They are seen in formal dress, laughing and smiling, eternally dancing. That's really nice. Yeah. I like when couples are ghosts together. Yeah, me too. It's like, oh, nice. there is true love or some shit. I don't so know. whatever bullshit yeah. that is. Something, <laughs> something that I don't know if I necessarily believe in, but it makes me almost feel like it's true. Yeah. Um, all right, now I'm going to end with a quote. Okay. With such a colorful history, it is no surprise some spirits stick around for an eternity. We encourage communication with the ghosts if you are looking for an extraordinary experience. We encourage <gasps> communication. Nope. Nope. Especially not with that knocking motherfucker. No, he's the worst. <laughs> I don't even mind Meat Man as much as I might. No, Meat Man's just... Oh, you know what, though? Meat Man's it's just, just eccentric. Alright. He's, like, throwing the sheets around, making yeah. people clean up after him. Dude, fuck you. You're a ghost. You're a ghost. Yeah. You don't need sheets. Yeah. You are a sheet. <laughs> I'm not really sheets. No, they're ghosts. Yeah. They're, they're real. They're, they're real. Okay. All right, here we go. Okay, I'm ready. All right, so mine is the Stanley Hotel in Colorado. So we both did. That's pretty funny. Yeah. I guess there's just like a lot of haunted hotels. Yeah, I guess. And they all have such different stories. So, like, even though I feel like we do hotels often, but yeah. it's like. Never feels the same. No. At least Why do you think opinion. so many hotels are haunted? Maybe just because they've got so many weirdos coming into that. Yeah, maybe. Know. Lots of, like, intense energy. Yeah. Like, uh. All right. So, um, I've got my information from a lot of different places. So, we're going <laughs> to... The place where I found out about this was um, Reader's Digest. Okay. And it starts off by telling us... That the Stanley Hotel is in the Rocky Mountains. And, uh, quote, it would seem like a romantic getaway with breathtaking views if it didn't also have a reputation for true ghost stories that inspired The Shining. No way! Yeah! That's pretty neat. Mm -hmm. And also, I wouldn't go there. Right. (laughs) (laughs) Also, no. Okay. So, from the actual hotel website, here's some information. They have a lot of rooms with paranormal activity that happens. Okay. Um, I love when the hotel embraces yeah, it. Yeah, they have the tours. They have a resident medium. Yeah, that's like, cool. That's awesome. Like, I good, like embrace it. I feel like we do. We're like, yeah, we're haunted. Yeah. That's it. Yeah. And something in one of the articles that I had said something about, like, um, they thought that people knowing that they were haunted would, like, detract. Oh, it attracts you know, people. But it people definitely attracts people. are like, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> So, the fourth floor is very haunted. Like, most rooms in the fourth floor have had activity. And then uh, room 217 is the specific room that Stephen King stayed in and then wrote about. Wow. But then it was 237 when he wrote about it, I think. But he changed it. But 217 is the one that it was, like, based in. I didn't realize he actually stayed there. Yeah. It's so cool. So it has um, it has a pretty cool history. Mm-hmm. So this guy Freeland Oscar Stanley um, had tuberculosis. Okay. And he moved from the East Coast to the Rocky Mountains um, in hopes that like the air would be good for him, like in the mm-hmm. Rocky Mountains. <laughs> um, and actually, he like got better, which is cool. interesting. Um, so he moved there with his wife Flora, um, who. A lot of the articles refer to as flow, which I okay. like. Yeah. Um, 
And they got there. I like those one syllable nicknames. Yeah, me too. Flo. Deb. Deb. (laughs) So they got there and they really liked the area, but they were like, there's no, like, upscale stuff here. Right. They were like, we're going to make an upscale luxury hotel. Okay. In these here mountains. Specifically in Estes Park. Okay. So they did. That's interesting. Mm-hmm. I guess it makes sense because it's a good, like, getaway idea. Yeah. Like, I, I wouldn't imagine people that are wealthy, to like, enough to go to an upscale hotel would yeah. want to go to the mountains. And, like, in my brain. Right. Yeah. And I think about it, and I'm like, no, no, it makes sense, It's, it's like, just, like, pretty. Yeah, yeah, it is. Yeah, very pretty. Yeah. So, in 1907, um, they used material from the Rocky Mountain National Park um, to start building the hotel. Okay. And it started, it opened in 1909. And I wrote down, Stanley was a cool da- cool guy who did a heck of a lot for the community. Go Stanley. I wrote that. <laughs> um, so he was like, we're missing so many things. Like now we have this hotel, but we need a bank. We need some good sewers. Right, Stanley? Yeah. We need uh, some power and water. Like They didn't have these things? They didn't. You know, he wanted it to be better. So he... Uh, water there. No, I think, like... Everyone lived in the dark. Yeah. So but he, no, but he improved get, he a improved lot of it. Everything. Yeah. Yeah, that's awesome. And he probably expanded it, I'm sure, too. Yeah. So now a part of that town has a 47-acre Stanley Historic District. Very cool. Yeah. Um, and there's... I just... Because we're alcohol... Um, we're just alcohol. We're alcohol. Um, we're not ghosts. But we're alcohol. So we're alcohol. And I'm so sorry. Mm-hmm. And all this information is now from Colorado.com. Okay. Um, they have a whiskey bar and lounge at the Cascades restaurant where you can look at over 1,200 varieties of whiskey. And it's Colorado's largest selection. Wow. So that's cool. Um. And so the Stanley Hotel is located less than six miles from the Rockland Mountain National Park, and it's uh, just outside of their downtown area. Um, and it's still like they're they still have events happening there. It's like a real cultural center mm-hmm. now too. Cool. Now we are on to information from IndependentTravelCats.com. Nice. Yes. So. Um, The hotel was, like, really popular, so a lot of really famous people went there, um, including Teddy Roosevelt, which is really cool. Molly Brown, who apparently had something to do with Titanic something. Oh, all right. She is. Um, But that's pretty cool. And, um, yeah, so here's some more information about Stanley. Okay. He was a twin, and he was born on the East Coast in Maine. And uh, they did, like, a lot of stuff. They were really into enterprise they're like entrepreneurial so they sold maple syrup they made some violins uh they sold an idea for photographic dry plates to kodak and they designed the stanley steamer oh Uh the carpet cleaner yes originally it was apparently an automobile but then it became (laughs) wow i don't know um so yeah, so that's like a little bit of their history, and that kind of we're explains. not sponsored by Stanley. No, Steamer. we're not. Stanley Steamer. <laughs> um, yes. So that kind of explains like his background and stuff. 
And part of the reason for, you know, wanting to build the hotel to be as, like, grand as it was, was that they wanted to impress their millionaire friends from the East Coast. Wow. So they were like, we have to make this really good. Okay. Um, I respect that. Yeah. So Cheers to that. Cheers. <laughs> so although Stanley made all of these improvements, um, the hotel did not have a heating system until 1983. Wow. So it was only open during the summer and closed down every winter, which is very similar to the Shining movie where Jack Nicholson has to go and watch over the hotel in the winter. Okay. Even though there are no guests, right? Okay. So he's there like watching over the the shutdown hotel. Um, And cool. And yeah, so I also just, I made sure, like, it was just very positive for their community, too, and it provided, like, a lot of employment opportunities, especially with, like, all the other stuff happening. Um, There were training opportunities. Uh, There was a hydro plant that they had to bring power with water. Okay. That might have been what they meant before. I don't know. (laughs) Um, Stanley never made a profit off of the hotel. He just operated it as, like, something he liked to do. Oh. hmm Oh, that's cute. Yeah. Okay, Stanley. <laughs> and um, they would always spend their summers there, him and, he and Flo. Oh. Flo, I know. It's really sweet. Flo oh. passed away in 1939. Oh. And then Stanley passed away in 1940. Oh, they loved each other. Mm-hmm. They did. Um, Tell me they're together in the office. Oh, they sure are. Oh, thank God. <laughs> they're both haunting the fuck out of the Stanley Hotel. Thank God. <laughs> okay. But like in a nice way, actually. They're good. Both, they're good. They're good at their haunting. Either way. Yeah, as long as they're together. together. And not touching people. <laughs> yeah. Um, so then it went through many owners. Um, and it was like pretty, it was in a pretty bad condition by the time that Stephen King stayed there. Um... That's, like, depressing, right? It's like, this guy put so much Yeah, work. and then it goes to shit. Yeah. So Stephen King stayed there in 1974, and they had to stay there overnight due to bad weather. So, like, it wasn't like they didn't mean to stay there. <laughs> um, and then he, like, Stephen King discovered, like, it was about to shut down for the winter. So it was, like, pretty empty, pretty eerie. They stayed in room 217, um, and they thought it was really creepy. And Stephen King had a dream about his son being chased down the hallways of the hotel with, like, um, by a fire hose. What? And so it says that he, like, you know, woke up the next morning and was like, I can write about this place. Okay. And did. Um, but the Stanley Hotel is not the hotel that's shown in the movie. Okay, it wasn't filmed in it? No, it was filmed in the, oh, nope, the Timberline Lodge in Oregon. Okay. Um, but the miniseries for TV was filmed oh. at the Stanley, and Stephen King was like, uh, actually didn't really like the movie itself that much. He didn't think it did like his work justice. And oh, things. wow! So he was more involved in the miniseries. Okay, which I think is really funny because the movie is like so popular. Yeah, you know, so um. And the hedge maze, remember the scene with, like, the maze? Yeah. Wasn't in either hotel, and it wasn't in the book. Okay. But... The, yeah, but the Stanley Hotel built one because in 2015. Of because of the movie. Wow. Yeah. Um, 
And what's that's cool, asking for murders to happen oh, for on sure. your property? Uh, they play the film and the miniseries constantly on a loop uh, on one channel at the Stanley Hotel, so that anyone huh. staying there can like just tune in Aww. and watch, which I think is pretty cool. I like everything about this hotel. Yeah, so everything about it it's I like. All great. Ex- I'm not going to stay there because of the ghosts. Right. But I we'll like get to the ghosts. Like there are a lot of them. No, no, but I'm um, just, you know. so the film Dumb and Dumber. Okay. In 1994, was filmed at the Stanley. Uh, Jim Carrey stayed in room 217, but wound up leaving the room after a few hours and, like, refused to go back. Oh my God, knocking on the yeah, closet. Right. <laughs> <laughs> um, and that is the room that Stephen King stayed in, and it's yeah. one of the most haunted rooms. So, here we go. <laughs> Scary stories. Um, Ghost Hunters loves to go there. Okay. Um, and things that happen are mysterious figures appearing on the staircase. Clothing being folded and packed away. Thank you. Yeah, right? The piano <laughs> playing, uh, apparitions and portraits, mm-hmm. uh, noisy children that are ghosts, mm-hmm. uh, moving nightstands, and shadowy figures. Um, the reason that 217 is supposedly so haunted is because in 1911, a housekeeper named Elizabeth Wilson mm-hmm. um, was lighting uh, lanterns in the room. Why? Oh, light. Yeah. The no electricity. Yeah. Okay, okay. Um, But there was a gas leak. (gasps) And so there was a huge explosion. So she was actually fine. She fell through the floor and broke both of her ankles. But but she was alive and okay. And... um, Wow. But she still, yeah, she still haunts the room though because I guess, you know. Traumatic as well, yeah. But she's the one who folds things. Oh, that's really, this is nice. Yeah, it's that's nice. Just nice. She's a nice ghost. I would be so likely to fold my own stuff just so I didn't have to bother someone in the afterlife. Yeah, I mean? right. Like, I'd be more likely to fold Like, oh my God, stuff. I'm so sorry, Elizabeth. Like, yeah. Um, and she'd probably refold it because I'd fold it like shit or something. <laughs> she'd be like, it's okay, I'll do it. <laughs> um, so other ghosts include Lord Dunraven, who originally owned the land that it was built on. Okay. Um, both of the Stanleys and a kissing cowboy. Hmm. Um, so Flo Stanley likes to play the piano, yeah. uh, in the music room. And there are a lot of pictures of her that like, they look like her that have been taken, especially in, on the main staircase and the music room. Wow. Um, Stanley himself, uh, has just been seen so like... she doesn't even hide. She's like, bitch, no. this is my hotel. Yeah, it is, right? Yeah. Stanley, too. This one I like. Um, he's often seen with his arms folded, leaning against a wall, looking at the staff do their job. Wow. Yeah. Oh, my God. Go Stanley. Yeah. Cheers to... Cheers to that. That. that well, I don't even know what to call that. <laughs> Cheers to being a boss skill. <laughs> Mrs. Smith mm-hmm. um, will straighten up rooms, put away suitcases, and uphold her very strict moral values by literally getting between couples <gasps> who are trying to have premarital sex. Oh my god! <laughs> oh my god! I'd be like, listen, you want to get in on this? <laughs> Ghostly three-way? Do we got oh consent? <sighs> like, I don't know. Yeah. Oh my god! What would you do? not have sex I definitely wouldn't yeah I don't know if I would spitefully do it oh my god I'd be like what the fuck like I don't know yep 
What a concept. She literally comes between them. Yeah. That's like, crazy. Literally cock blocking. Yep. <laughs> oh my god. Uh, children are heard running and playing in the hallways. So that kind of goes along with the movie too, right? Yeah. In the book. I keep saying the movie. I haven't read the book. But I've seen the movie. Yeah. Um, <laughs> the sound of children whispering in closets. No. Only on the fourth floor. Okay. Um, and one little boy will try to wake up other children on the fourth floor because <laughs> because he is mischievous, wants a friend. Wants to play. Wants to play. Yeah. Um, Lord Dunraven is mostly in room 401. He steals jewelry. <gasps> what a piece of shit. And he also well, likes he to... he doesn't need it, where is he putting it? Right? <laughs> he also likes to stay in the closet. No. Um, and when females go into the closet to, like, look for clothing, he's known to breathe on their necks no. and touch their waist. I hate it. Yeah. This guy sucks. Every single thing you just told me about this guy is, is shitty. <laughs> Every he step does of the suck. way. He's in the closet. What a douche. Like, stop hiding in there. Rude. He's probably knocking on the door once in a while. Rude. Rude. Right? And then it's like he's touching people. He's breathing on them. I don't like it. He's taking their stuff. I don't like it. <laughs> hate everything about everything. Him. Oh, I forgot to say something about Flo. <laughs> Bless you. Thank you. Um, she also gazes out windows. God damn it! Another ghost. Flo. Um. Okay. So oh, she plays the piano. Yeah, she's got. And she's a she's got Stanley, you know. Yeah. So there are reasons why this hotel attracts so many ghosts. Um, and the first is that. There's a large number of strange... This is a quote from... There's a quote. I don't want to plagiarize. (laughs) (laughs) This is from Colorado.com. Okay. Um... The large number of strange happenings is believed by some to have a geological basis related to the types of minerals and rocks... Under the hotel, which you can learn about on the hotel tours. Huh. Yeah, which is pretty cool. So it, like, brings people back? I guess. There's also a series of... That's, like, even more reason for me to not visit. I don't need trapped at this hotel. No. There's also a series of caves underneath the hotel. Okay. Um, And there's a lot of, like, breezes that happen through there that people say are, you know, ghostly. And then it has a higher than average concentration of limestone and quartz okay. in the caves. So that's what ghost hunters isn't, believe helps capture the energy. Okay. And isn't quartz like the one about like love or something? Is it rose quartz? Is yeah. That it? Maybe. So maybe like quartz is yeah. what's like bringing those two together, you know, in the afternoon. I don't know. Maybe. I don't know. Um, then there's also a place in the hotel that they call the vortex, which is a natural spiral of energy. Um, or the rapid transit system. Okay. Which is said to be the staircase between the floors of the hotel's main guest house. Okay. Um, so they're saying, like, that's, like, a, a hot spot. Um, there's this guy, Paul, who hangs out around there. He's a ghost. And he likes to enforce an 11 p.m. curfew. And we'll, <laughs> we'll, we'll whisper, get out, if it's past 11. Oh, my God. Yeah. Nap. Yep. Where is he? He's by the vortex. Just in the stairs. Yeah. He's <laughs> <laughs> just by the vortex. You know. Get out. Go Get out. <laughs> so um I want to end on a quote. Um, so he whispers it? Yeah. 
Yeah, he's like, no, no. <laughs> what? Fuck you, Vortex. Okay. So this is from tripsavvy.com. Mm-hmm. Um, the hotel's paranormal investigator, Lisa Nyhart, who leads monthly ghost tours, which are more in-depth than the 90-minute hotel tours that happen multiple times throughout the day, has referred to the hotel as a Disneyland for ghosts. Aw. Yeah. That's cute. So that's it. And I also I forgot to say that some of my information was from hauntedhouses.com. And nice. a lot of sources. Yeah. So that is mine. Nice. Thank you. This was good. I this enjoyed this. This was a good this. one. Yeah. Good hotel stories. Yeah. Hopefully yeah. you enjoyed this. Hopefully. I uh, really can't apologize enough to Deb- Deborah. Oh, Deborah. Shit. We're so sorry. I just... We d- you use the word dressing gown. <laughs> and Italian. And we don't read them ahead of time. We don't drink ahead of time. <laughs> but we really did Bad appreciate your story. I did. I really did. We're it was gonna a really good it story. What's going to happen is we're going to wake up tomorrow and mm-hmm. we're going to be like, dude, I can't believe she yeah. soul walk. Is that what yeah, she called soul it? Soul walk. Soul walk. It's crazy. I can't even say that. Soul walk. <laughs> soul walk. That's my New Jersey and trying to Soul walk. talk and I can't. <laughs> wow. That was a really cool that's, story. Yeah. You were the great beyond. Yeah. That's probably the best part of this whole podcast and we just kept saying Italian contest. Yep. Oh. oh, man. Contessa. Let us know if that's your last name or if you are the Contessa. Because <laughs> I don't know what it yeah, is. Yeah, we really want to know. Um, all right. So if you aren't already, yeah. subscribe to us on SoundCloud, iTunes, and Google Podcasts. Mm-hmm. Um, I still can't caption or post or comment or write anything <sighs> on Instagram. So that's cool. Uh, you know what? Feel free to tag my stuff for me. Feel there we go. Add a caption. Melissa oh might want this to say. Yeah. Uh, uh, <laughs> what a bummer. You can follow us on Twitter. I can interact with you on Twitter. Shit. That's how we got this tale from the great beyond. Yeah. Thank God, because mm-hmm. um, literally don't even bother with Instagram. Like, I don't know. I'm Aww. so sad. I don't know. I'm still going to upload the pictures and just pretend yeah. it's fine. I've been, like, storing captions to myself. Oh. So, like, if I can ever write them, I just copy and paste them in real oh, quick before I'm locked again. All, yeah. It's so yeah. weird. I don't get it. I don't know. Um, I've give tried us... all the avenues to contact yeah. them. How weird. Yeah. Give us a rating. Particularly a five-star one. Don't give us anything else. We don't want it. It's true. <laughs> if you have a complaint, email us. Yeah, yeah. Don't put or it on DM us. Profile. Come on. Yeah. Just, yeah. just email it. You guys haven't done that, you know. No, yeah. So, but yeah. we just want to keep it pristine. Yeah. Um, <laughs> pristine like us, right? Um, oh, my God. And have a... Fantastic and spooky yeah. and... Everything, Booze Day Tuesday week, you know. All right. Happy (laughs) Booze Day Tuesday. Hopefully this episode will be uploaded on time. Yeah. I'm going to upload it now. Yeah. It's on me. No, but it's not. No, because it's like first, the other one uploaded in pieces. Right. We were having a lot of problems with, I don't know what was going on. Yeah. But we figured it out, I think. And we're just going to check ahead of time, which Mm -hmm. we don't normally do. We're going to check ahead of time to make sure the full episode's up. We're not going to listen to all of it. But we'll skip, we'll mm-hmm. hear the beginning and the end, and then call it a day. And our last one needed a lot of editing because it was at a diner, and so yeah. it was loud, and, like, there were conversations. So I edited it, and then I brought my laptop into work to finish editing and left my charger in work. <laughs> so sucks. could not upload the episode. Yeah. But this one, we're going to upload it right now. So yeah. all good.
All right. Happy Boozy Tuesday, everyone. Woo! Bye-bye. Bye.